0: And here we go, episode three. I guess we should uh, call this one the birthday episode because it was your birthday a couple of days ago. So we should honor this one to you.
1: Or we call it um, the So Talks Awareness Podcast, number three, The Betrayal.
0: Number three, we our guest canceled,
1: so we don't know what to do. <laughs> yep. so, episode one, where it's essentially just a conversation between the two of us, um, yep. which was <laughs> largely received worse than the second episode where we had actually interesting things to talk about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, I, we have one cute thing. Oh, damn. It doesn't show well. But oh, that is very it's cute. It's going to be our first uh, Instagram post. Oh, uh, i got to go grab my beer. It was my Nicholas because I cleaned I my shoes so nicely. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So like, I give me, me one, one second. I'll be listening. Actually, I can take it back. i got to go grab a beer. Well, get the Jaeger bombs ready. I texted you that.
1: Well... I thought because Clear isn't joining, we're not doing it. Oh,
0: okay. That was sort of the thing with him, right? Fine, fair enough. But
1: well, we can start the podcast by giving a little, um, a little snapshot of what next week's podcast is going to be like, <laughs> when we actually have the guests we were meant
0: to have. We'll just use this one and a half hours to do a commercial for next week.
1: Exactly. We'll just we'll just hype them up so far that there can only be disappointments. Um, alrighty. alrighty, So you got something dark and hot, dark and hoppy there, right? So, I've got
0: a Guinness, yeah. What else? Ooh, dude, isn't this perfect? What is? Oh my! Wow. Is that a? F- it almost looks like friends' handwriting. The the uh, way the it. Is, it is. Out? It's
1: um, It's called Freshies, and it's got the friends as like little birds on it. Rishi got it for me for my
0: birthday. What a out of the way like merchandise for friends to do.
1: Yeah, but amazing, isn't it? I'm not sure if it's friends merchandise, uh, because it's just different enough so that I could see people be like, "Oh yeah, this isn't actually friends." Like copyright law and
0: that sort of jazz. Fair enough. Online, you can get anything nowadays. Anyway, cheers. Cheers, post. To you, happy birthday, 23 and stuff. Ah. I'm yeah, I wish concerned. I could play "What's My Age Again" on guitar, but I don't think—I uh, I don't think that's possible. I haven't listened to it yet since you told me about it. You should. It's all about him realizing that he's twenty-three and that it sucks being twenty-three. That's fair. Yeah. So, good good luck this year. Twenty-four isn't better either, and I'm I'm dreading twenty-five. So, I guess yeah. we'll see. Half the way through the twenties will be a wake-up call maybe I'm gonna change some years we'll see we'll see okay so um as this day is or this podcast these whatever how many minutes is all about you what do you want to talk about today uh I don't know if this episode is all about me uh per se um we
1: certainly don't have to make it so no I want to put you on uh, the spot that's the whole point (laughs) (laughs) all right um, well, putting me on the spot, I'll put you on the spot by the fact that I have the Formula One open in another window right now. Okay. And I didn't know how it was going um, until I came home. But I'm seeing that George Russell, first time driver for Mercedes AMG Petronas, is, uh, is in fact in the lead.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> um, Let me open it up on my phone.
1: Which for those who are following Formula One, there was a big thing last week where um, it was Hamilton, now 7 world champion. Um, and the dominating uh, force as far as uh, talent and synergy goes for the past uh, almost decade. Um, Looks uh, like Hamilton is...
0: uh, Oh, he has COVID, right,
1: yeah. Or SARS-CoV-2, yeah. Um, So he was not not disqualified, but he's going in isolation, right? Um, Because these are international people, they fly around, so you can't really have them go around infecting the whole campus. Um, of the Formula 1 teams because they are going to travel to Abu Dhabi next week, which is going to be tough. So what they did is, um, in Formula 1, um, there are engine suppliers and engine customers, and one of the engine customers of Mercedes who are producing their own engine as well as their own car uh, is Williams. Um, and Williams had a driver who's been a uh, uh, Mercedes prodigy for a long time. So in, in a day or so, in a very quick, uh, very quick succession, the decision was made to let George Russell, who's an up and coming, uh, or who's actually more coming. Than He's been a former driver, though, right? Yeah, for two years and very successful. But Williams was never competitive.
0: So well, they he, he had drive. some driving issues, man. Like some of his, he made some mistakes. I remember.
1: Well, in the two years, he made one big mistake, which was in. Um, Mugello a couple of weeks ago, where he crashed under safety car. In my opinion, that was the only only major fault uh, George Russell has really committed.
0: Fair. Often he was involved with accidents though, with uh, Leclerc I think back in the day. Was it Leclerc? Uh, I th- it yeah, I think I guess he was more at fault then. Anyway, One, what an awesome way to jump in! You like you're just the reserve driver for the best team, and you just hop in, and it kind of. Puts shade on, it though, puts right? shade on Hamilton because it's like, oh, okay, so any kid could just get in your car and win seven championships in a row. There, there are a <laughs> few very interesting points here.
1: One of them, Mercedes had a, reverse dri- uh, a reserve driver who they didn't give the seat to. That's Stoffel van Dorn, um who, drive- who drove a couple of years ago, and he came all the way from the Formula E tests to um, to join here now. And they didn't give him the seat. They gave it to Russell. Um, yet, and then Russell is apparently right now beating Valtteri Bottas in a race in a car he hasn't driven in before. At the same time as Lewis Hamilton is still not confirmed for a next contract. So, uh, yeah, big news. Um, very big news. Yeah, let's not resign our driver that's been
0: winning all of our championships. Apart from well, more. but
1: if we have a driver who can, within two days, beat our other driver and then drive for us at the same level for $5 million instead of $40 million,
0: you know, yeah. yeah. I don't
1: think they're going to do it, but it's, it is a few. No, but few Bottas,
0: Bottas might want to start to uh, look over his shoulder. <laughs> yep. Like. But
1: that, yeah, that, that depends on whether um, Mercedes are going to go into a situation again where they have two very prominently like skilled drivers. Bottas is highly skilled, but, you know, you don't want two alphas. You want Bottas, who is quite clearly, you know. But Russell is secondary.
0: clearly a second guy because he's so much younger. Right, that yeah, immediately he gets rid of that because th- there's, there's obvious experience uh, gaps there mm-hmm. Do you have um, well, traits? I, I in- I'm
1: actually not sure if George Russell would be a, like an obvious second behind Hamilton Well he'd be a developing guy until Hamilton starts showing weakness Yep, yeah, but he would be I think they'd be a lot more closer and a lot more pushy towards each other um, I don't, for example, I don't think they'd you know, looking at Rosberg versus Hamilton a couple of years ago um, this just turned into the Formula One podcast, by the way. Uh, looking at uh, Rosberg versus Hamilton a couple of years ago. They yeah, we're, we're just talking. We're
0: a podcast that talks about other podcasts.
1: Very yeah. much <laughs> two, teams that were dema- or two drivers that were demanding from the team to be the number one. And they were battling on track. And it, it reflected badly on Mercedes because they lost points where those two clashed. Yes, it was in an area where they were completely dominant and still managed to win everything, essentially. But internally for Mercedes, it wasn't that good
0: no and, it, didn't, uh, it didn't give him a good rep that's for sure do uh in formula one can you trade uh drivers like uh, yeah, contracts and drivers so like without the driver's real say so in it they can just swap mm-hmm. like I in uh, with... in in american sports leagues you can just send players back and forth like it's a business right uh, you can
1: you can change drivers half, uh, halfway throughout the season um so it's usually done within sister teams right so um Uh, Red Bull and Alfa last year, they swapped uh, uh, Gasly and Albon uh, halfway through the season. But it is more unique, I'd say. It is because there's only 20 drivers, right? Yeah. Um, I think it'd be dependent on every instance of every time it happens. But contracts don't necessarily mean that much because you can be bought out of contracts. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And And nowadays, all the clauses include exactly that. Just the right amount of money. Um, on the topic of Formula One, if we want to round out, uh, Schumacher, is his yes. legacy going to be? Is he going to return to Ferrari? Uh,
1: I assume what it's, the uh, the question is, or the point is, to at one point get him into the Ferrari.
0: Yeah, you know I mean, them... just for just for marketing, it makes total sense. Yeah. Like they would make so much money off it, regardless of how he performs, and he's performed okay. very well up until now in uh, yeah. comparison to his the... age groups. I was listening
1: to uh, Chirun Chandog uh, the other day, uh, who is one of the people on the grid with uh, Will Buxton. And they were in, they were saying something interesting, which I sort of agree with, uh, which is that Schumacher or Mick Schumacher has been taking a couple of years in each race series that he entered to really get ahead of the curve there. right? He's winning Formula 2 right now. But last year, he wasn't really anywhere in Formula 2. So it took him a year to get used to it. Uh, similarly, in Formula 3. And in, in Formula 1, there's just not... That much time, you know. Yes, you can. Uh, he'll he'll have a big name, and people will give him credit. But you can't get used to a car because the car changes three, four, five times per season. You
0: Very know, true.
1: Packages and that sort of stuff. So um, that happened in the other
0: and the lower leagues. it be a
1: challenge for him still. You know, that's that's the interesting thing in my mind. Well, and then and the really,
0: what's 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 I think um, a big difference in the Formula One apparently uh, compared to uh, the two and three is the um, spectrum of comparison. So like in Formula One, it's, it's your bottom of the pack, or if you're with a really good team and have a really good car, you're in the top four drivers. But mm-hmm. I think it's a lot closer in uh, the lower leagues. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, because So, the cars so that's the something cars. to get used to, and then you can't dominate it as quickly. If, it's, if you're planning yeah. two years every time, uh, it'll be a different kind of acclimatization mm-hmm. with all the I mean, press involved of- too.
1: Part of what I was saying the other day when we were texting in the group was um, we have a Formula One betting group. essentially for. I yeah. won. Yeah, you won. You've just been betting on Hamilton, which,
0: which- betting on Formula One these, these days is it's pretty, boring. It's pretty boring. It, it is. I mean, boring, at least right. for four people. More people would suck because <laughs> yeah. you can get like four good guesses in. There's four yeah. candidates, not more. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, we, we bet for almost nothing.
1: It's just like for fun and a few bragging rights and some drinks.
0: Yeah, Corona oh, won't allow the drinks, so your exactly. wallet is saved. Uh, we'll
1: still do it. Oh, you'll time. buy the
0: drinks on New Year's Eve then, whenever we meet. Are we doing something for a... New Year's
1: Eve? I thought we're not.
0: Because we're, we're not. Anything. I mean, you and me, we're going to meet at the the old yeah, meet, the primary school. Go 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 get, go to, go after go 12, we hit like one and get drunk on the playground. <laughs> the but good Corona New like Year's. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, why not? you can buy that beer you can make it the cheap plastic beer from lidl the the premium cults oh, no corner i don't care
1: i'm done with that shit dude <laughs> my dad was telling me like oh yeah they started selling like 3 liter bottles of san miguel in the in the supermarket now i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me oh how do, you, how do you think that is something worth of news
0: san miguel you know why it's served in such small bottles cuz mostly it's served in under point 3 bottles like less than mm-hmm. point mostly point cuz in spain they do that, that a lot because it's shit if it's any bigger. Because it takes longer to drink, and it already tastes borderline shit when it comes out of the draft. The draft, but if you let it sit for more than fifteen minutes or ten minutes, it's gone. Yeah, it's that kind of beer. It's enjoyable if it's cold and you directly drink it. It's a down beer.
1: Yeah,
0: kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, quite a, quite a few beers
1: are right? the part of the reason why they're so served so cold. Some uh, at some point is. Um, essentially because the the increased cold makes you taste less of the actual beer, um which is
0: yeah I mean that's a <laughs> different your, the your point beer. is
1: with drinking that might be something you want
0: well, like back in the day when we would just get wrecked off of coach, right coach is I guess enjoyable to drink, but it 's pretty watered down yeah. um first time i 've actually admitted that, <laughs> but <laughs> like uh i don 't know it 's a great beer to get wasted off same as puts. But if you want to enjoy something like Leffe, that's nicer to also have a bit warmer sometimes. Yeah. As well as Guinness. Guinness, you're not supposed to serve like super, super cold. Cool. I
1: mean, there, There's part of the whole thing about, um, you know, with nicer ales and things where you might actually want to have a complexity of flavor, these sort of things. Um, you would drink them a bit warmer than you would
0: just like your average beer cold from the tap. Job, but um, I, I fucking hate craft beer. I'm sorry.
1: Like well, I, it depends on the craft beer, really, right? So I usually don't really like stuff, but I'm
0: quite enjoying this. Um, no, okay, but I'm that's not that's not craft beer per se. You know how it's marketed in Germany where it's like, oh boom, craft beer made by our own. It costs at least eight euros for a 0.3 bottle. And it's always like smoky bacon or something on the outside. Something that doesn't even make sense with beer. Like they just throw random vegan, no, not vegan, but uh, like, I don't know. They throw random hype words around and it just,
1: I had someone try to sell me a fucking, uh, it's ridiculous. A a peanut butter, uh, brownie stout, And I was like, look, <laughs> not even a oh, start it was it was a light beer it wasn't even dark roasted one i was right. like okay like look i appreciate the sentiment and i understand why you would like it but that just isn't for me because at that point it's become so thick and milky it's like uh, no thank you
0: yeah it's like uh in Maslis, they have the one there's that one store where the guy imports beer from all around the world and just sells single bottles or cans of whatever beer internationally mm-hmm. um and we tried one of that one night and I think I had some kind of milk beer, and it was the worst thing I have ever, like, yuck. Like, there's nothing wrong with a creamy cocktail, but milky beer is just not right. Good call. Uh, yeah, on mute.
1: Uh, yeah, because I was coughing. Was like, <clears throat> uh, I choked on some beer. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy Stouts and Porters, but... Uh, there comes a point where they become so milky um, and like the texture and their flavor. Uh, And I I don't enjoy that. You know, people do and it's absolutely fine. It's just not for me. I get Um, it. I I really enjoy like coffee stuff, for example, because I just think like like, the dark roast flavors, they really go well together.
0: I get Um, why people think that, so I can understand it, but I can't like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Sorry.
0: Sorry. Well, you don't have to like it, right? No one has to
1: like anything just because someone else tells them to. Um, Yeah, thank you. (laughs) No, I mean, also for the listeners, right? Um, That's sort of my general attitude in life is um, I'm not going to make anyone like anything just because uh, I like it and I expect other people to do the same to some extent. Um, And it's about accepting and loving each other for our differences as well as our for our similarities. And um, you know, if people disagree with you, then that's one thing and or, or if you disagree with people and you don't like them or you don't want to partake with them, then it's your choice to do so, and it has, it's a respectable choice easy as that you know absolutely um, absolutely not as easy as that in the grand scheme, but for one person living one life, uh I think that's an attitude uh yeah, I can recommend
0: or represent. way to get real with it absolutely
1: yeah. absolutely we've got to entertain
0: our two listeners somehow for sure so another entertaining thing is i th- I have two more uh proposals for today's episode that i think should okay. be included one a special your birthday thing that where you're gonna have to drink and i have a specific challenge for you that it it shouldn't take more than a minute in total um and two i recently in this last week had a like a meme experience something happened to me where it just seemed like that would be a perfect meme. Uh, It would just, just like one sentence or something would be missing. Uh, I don't know if you've had a similar experience like that, but that's something I would love to share as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. i I mean, I'm not sure entirely what you mean.
0: All right. You'll see. You'll see. So the other day I was walking with my dog Mila Mm -hmm. and Mila is a dog who fits perfectly to our family. She loves to eat. She loves to sleep. She loves to like relax and that's about it. So like uh, just chilling and enjoying life. And uh, (laughs) she was not in the mood to go for a walk. So she was being very slow and stubborn. Uh, She doesn't understand that if you walk faster, you're home quicker again. (laughs) Uh, So she was walking so slow when we started walking down the street, the start of the street, there was no one there. There was no one behind us. And we were 200 meters down the street when she started getting really slow. And by the time we had walked the next 50 meters, Mila had literally been overtaken by a three legged dog. Oh. And it, I thought oh to my myself, god. like, oh my god. <laughs> a dog with a like a, a leg missing has more motivation than my dog to <laughs> to walk for fucking twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh that was hilarious. Yeah. That is very funny. Also very cute for Mila. It was, it was like a life check moment. moment. It was like, okay.
1: <laughs> um, so the, uh, that's cool. So for the viewers, Mila is a, is a much bit of a dog um, who I've known since the moment uh, she was brought home, essentially, or very, very shortly after. Yep. Uh, for most of the time of which she has not liked me. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs>
1: I, know, actually, I don't think actually so. I those tweets at her the first time I met her because I was scared of dogs. Um, yeah, but yeah, you worked so. it out
0: after like a year and a
1: half. She
0: came to know.
1: That's when. And then there was yeah, see. yeah. And
0: then there was quite a few times where I also uh, brought her over to your place in general because yeah. your parents liked her or like to hang out with yeah. her too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. She's not cool with people ringing the doorbell. That's pretty much it. Oh well, I mean, she's a she's don't ring of... the doorbell if you don't want to get eaten, dude. <laughs>
1: dude, man, she's she's a fucking beast, you know. <laughs> She'll whip anything to shreds, dude.
0: Yeah, but she's not. She's. No, she's lovely. She's she cool. Could... She's you a Bernice Mountain dog, by the lie. way, for people listening who actually are interested in my dog. Bernice Mountain dog, awesome, cute, cute girl. Um, real cuddle monster. And will eat anything. Record seven chocolate Santa Clauses. They were all on the um, top of the fireplace. And she got up on her back paws and ate seven chocolate Santas, then only threw up once or twice, and then, like, that was it. It was not poisonous or anything. It was fine. Dog- Mad. Like, superpowers. I'm pretty sure she was bitten by radioactive chocolate or something.
1: Yeah. She, she, she's quite She's <laughs> lovely.
0: Anywho. Yeah, okay. So, my challenge for you. Okay. To hold a monologue. As you're turning 23, it's important to, uh, also with your growing responsibilities, to be able to uh, nail off-the-cuff speeches. Um, I will let the topic and uh, the content of the monologue up to you. Here's the thing though, every time you say a word with the letter E in it, you will have to drink one sip. It's a 23 second monologue. Choose when to start. <laughs> You're Googling 23-second monologues
1: <laughs> without the letter E? I know there is one. I know the meme. I'm pretty sure you saw the thing.
0: No, I didn't. Oh, man, someone's already thought of this. Um, yeah,
1: me. there was a thing going around like, oh, hey, I bet you can't write a paragraph without the letter this and this.
0: Oh, um, no. And then someone's
1: just- like, oh, yeah, I can do it. I figured 23 seconds is
0: quite time. long, so you'd at least, like, mess up once every two seconds. So you'd have to drink about a full beer. Mm. <clears throat> okay, what I will
1: do, I will give a monologue, but we'll stop the without eating. We'll find another way for me to drink it, because I now looked it up. But I do think this one is quite clever.
0: Okay, every time you say um, or uh, or one of those fill words.
1: I doubt I can. It's a major part of many words. It is. Omitting um, it is as hard as making muffins without flour. It's as hard as spitting without saliva, napping without a pillow, driving a train without tracks. No. Russia without a boat, washing your hands without soap. And you anyway, in war, trash bragging rights. Why should I strain my brain? It's not worth it. Yeah, that's five seconds. Ah, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> good job well done Uh, just google that it's fine anyone can look it up online Uh, it's quite interesting isn't it Um, like the etymology of certain words and how ingrained um, the vowels are in our language just because they have uh, throat changing properties I I find it fascinating are you Um, trying to sound sophisticated speaking about words well I was going to go on a monologue but then you interrupted me so you know chance lost I will say, ooh, someone, someone is out of the Formula One. Oh, it's a Williams, Latifi. Ironic, with Russell yeah. leading. I will say this um, for the viewers or for the listeners. One of my favorite people to listen to when they talk and to uh, when they monologue is uh, Brandon Lee Mulligan from uh, College Humor. I, I knew you were gonna expect me to say, to call you out, but it's not, at least not in this sense. Um, who's done a fantastic monologue on an episode of Game Changer recently. Um, there was an ML I think. There think. There's fantastic people who've...
0: Oh, we really could do monologues. Yeah, okay, we could do monologues. This is not going to be a dialogue. This is going to be two consecutive monologues by two different people. I uh, The question is, how
1: interesting is that really to listen to?
0: Should we give it a shot and see?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Better to try now than... In five years, when we have twenty million
0: followers, and yeah, and our, like, are like Times Square, there's a new season. Socially undistorted, undistorted. Jesus Christ! I am. uh Wait, before we Socially disturbed. <laughs> I was talking to Yana today about uh, how we saw Disturbed live. Oh yeah. And that's probably why it's in my head. Man, that was the most amazing Mosh Pit I think I've ever been in. Just like the vibe and feeling of it was so cool. Um, um, oh yeah, so to our many, many viewers now uh, we're going to change our logo soon and the logo progress is coming up uh, real well I think we should feature the artist of that uh, logo on our podcast at some point Yeah, it'd be fantastic Maybe with when we switch logos when the picture's done uh, It's coming along, along real nicely uh, It's a friend of mine who I studied with who is doing, uh, now following her Passion of arts by opening her own art studio in Amsterdam and having moved there, and also uh, studying a master's on the side. And uh, it's just a cool process to watch, and it's awesome that she's uh, taken the time to make this logo for us because you've seen the process of it so far. I'm not going to give anything away, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. But anyway, so no, that would be great. Um, for the
1: listeners, I've met uh, Anya before and. Uh, honestly, she's a she's a hoot to have anywhere. Um, she's she's cool. been over at a couple of parties, and it's just yeah, just a generally very good and very uh,
0: talented person. Absolutely, man. Like when she gets into uh, something, um, okay. she's pretty really good at it. it. It's impressive. It's impressive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool.
1: <laughs> See, this is where guests would now come in. You know. Um, uh-huh. We have our conversation lol we take a drink and then the guest takes it a bit, uh, away a bit and we figure out what we're talking about
0: well this is the great thing about an unscripted podcast um we can switch to whatever we want there's no script yeah what do you want to talk about then uh, what's the best
1: story you've uh you've read recently
0: the best I'm story
1: reading, uh, i'm reading uh chainsaw man which is a manga um these days and it's really really good it's about to end uh, we're having, I think, well, it's at chapter uh, ninety-six, and it's ending soon. All right, we we know that it's ending soon, and I'm expecting it to end at chapter one hundred. And it's just a very interesting story. The concept of it is uh, rather unique, and the art form of it is rather unique, and the way the story progresses without restrictions is very interesting for those who are into that sort of stuff. I can recommend it.
0: Cool. Um, I don't really read manga, so I'm sorry. I can't give you an uh, opposing view on said chapter or a different no, but manga just story. In general,
1: just in general.
0: What I can tell you is going to be a fun story to tell um, in the near future. Uh, Branimir, who's also going to be on the podcast soon, friend of ours, uh, he's a musician, and uh, he's involved me. He started uh, recording some stuff with a friend. And uh, he sent me the first couple songs of it. And it's awesome. It's like, it's mm-hmm. real cool. Uh, some of the stuff he's coming up with, and I'm going to try and be a little bit more involved because uh, I'd love to just learn a lot more about the whole production process and recording process. Because uh, it's so much different than just playing uh, a guitar on your own. Um, in a you know, when you're trying to mix in all kinds of different sounds. So it's a really fascinating uh, thing to get started on. and I really appreciate that he trusts my input on it um so it's really cool shout out to brownie that's I mean,
1: the uh, um of last week's episode this is the friend we were talking or scott was talking about when um he was in prague and organized a couple of tours and a couple of gigs for um for a friend
0: absolutely yeah and when we have him on we're definitely going to recount some of those tales uh that was fun that was really fun uh because we hung out together right you came over as well and then we all
1: yeah i came over we went to one of his gigs the first time that i was over the Second time when, uh, when Pascal was also there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, who's another one of our friends who we'd love to have on, but he's super busy. That was crazy. Gotta be big for the world championship for the third uh, place for um, the, uh, the constructors. Oh,
0: damn. Okay, big twist in the race. Who's, in, who's fighting for rest. third right now? Yeah, I know. I put it back to recording. Okay, just because it'll be a
1: pretty big change in topic. Um, So for the listeners, um, we just had a little pee break. Uh, We just got back, and in the Formula One race, quite a few things happened, um, primarily among which was uh, Mercedes um, pitting under a new safety car, bringing into the pits their drivers. Um, Oh, no, what's happening? Oh, this is madness.
0: Um, That's just live uh, reaction.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, messing up um, the pit stop for Valtteri Bottas. Um, which resulted in or which during which his brakes uh, caught on fire, uh, which resulted in him falling back in the field a lot. Now, that a sounds like crazy crap that would sound in an actual now behind Bottas because of something going on. I don't know what's going on because I'm only seeing the images because we're recording the podcast, but this is big and um, wow. I don't actually know really what's going on, but um, it is, it is very interesting because Mercedes usually doesn't make these, uh, these sorts of mistakes. They are a very well-oiled machine, very competent at what they do. And for them to do this double stacking, which means both cars go into the pit right after each other, uh, to go wrong is a big thing. And for them to have to then bring in their driver again on the next lap um, and compromise their race like they did now is... I don't remember it happening in the past five years let's say houston we have a situation it is a situation indeed because right now um another team has now gathered the lead um we were talking about the third place in the constructors world championship for those who don't know formula One.
0: Oh my there god a- dude i didn't even see that russell fell that way down yeah but there is a- mercedes has won it anyway
1: well mercedes won it yeah but you know for russell it'd be big um yeah, For those who don't know, there's a drivers and a, uh, a constructors world championship and the drivers one, The drivers compete per points you gain per race individually. And the constructors, the teams compete based on the points the drivers gather. Mercedes this season has already won both because they are amazing at what they do. Um, and yeah, I say that without bias because I actually prefer if it went the other way, but who knows. Yeah, um, But for yeah. them to make the mistakes they have done now is incredibly rare. Um, And I'm sure there will be a lot of speculation after. Hmm. Whose fault was Um, it? The pit? Uh, Yeah, in the pits. Um, And then, yeah, for third in the constructors, Red Bull is quite comfortably in second place right now. But third place in 2020 is highly contested between um, Renault, um, Racing Point, formerly Force India, um, McLaren, Mercedes, or not Mercedes anymore, McLaren Racing, and um, Ferrari a bit now too, sort of. And with the way it's looking now, last race, uh, McLaren really got a few very good points um, on Racing Point because they lost both their drivers during the race. Right now, Racing Point is running first and third, which, uh, uh, which George is pretty Russell damn good. Who is a driver for. Um, oh, no. Uh, what was I saying? Not George Russell. Uh, okay. Norris and Sainz were drivers for um, McLaren are out of the points for, uh, for Norris, and Sainz is only in sixth. So this will bunch things up again quite a bit. It'll be a very interesting end of the season next week in Abu Dhabi. That's the last race? Uh, that is the last race, I believe. I will double check just to be safe because I don't want it to be.
0: Seasons have Someone ended there in the past, though. Wrong Since Abu Dhabi's the been included, it's usually yeah, it is the, season the last the race. Cool, cool. So what's an inter- interesting story that happened to you in the past week?
1: What's an interesting story that happened to me in the past? I guess
0: interesting is subjective.
1: Um, so many things. Give us um, an
0: give us an update on uh, on how online education or hybrid online education is working as a tutor, as yeah, a working employee for Marquette University. Go, yeah. So
1: this week <clears throat> uh, we had a couple of workshops on also sonography as well as on a magnetic resonant or magnet resonance imaging, magnetic resonance imaging, MRI for short, um, which were quite interesting. I managed to uh, be late for all of them um, through things that were not my fault. I was on time for the first one, but I forgot my backpack, so I had to go and get that. That's what people say who are, always,
0: who are always late.
1: Which was, I'm usually always on, on time. But Apart from late, when you're I not. forgot my backpack <laughs> resulted in my um, assessor uh, calling me backpack boy. Uh, which was nice. Fun. nice. Um, then the second time was on my actual birthday um, where I was late because, well, so I prepared because we had an 830. It was quite early. So I thought instead of ke- getting cake, I'll bring some breakfast. So I made some bread, um, made some mayo, you know, made some nice spread, put some chicken on there, all that sort of stuff. I prepared a really nice breakfast for everyone. It was perfectly on time. Get on my bike. My chain flies off, but not like flies off. My chain properly rips, which at this point happens. Not to this extent, but to some extent. I've had a fix, but I was late. So because I had to take the car then.
0: This is, um, where, this is where What's My Age Again, the song kicks in.
1: Exactly. It, yeah. it really felt like, aside from the fact that this week was phenomenal and so much fun, and I was so happy to see people and have my birthday be celebrated by so many wonderful people in such different ways, um, this week really kicked me in the ass just because so many things went wrong during it. It was fun. Um, but yeah. Man, I get that. Ooh. On Friday, um, we had an online workshop and uh, my assessor, the fool, wonderful person, a uh, very, very highly educated and very competent person, um, accidentally left the Zoom call. And uh, by default, because I was the first one to join, I became host. So I thought I cannot let people get away with that. I need to turn this into a situation of education and uh, promptly changed everyone's names on screen into uh, puns and bad jokes. And uh, called myself the Lord Ruler, and uh, proceeded to dominate the session uh, by just being a chaotic idiot,
0: which was sounds a lot of fun. sounds right. sounds sounds appropriate.
1: Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. Don't regret it at all. Uh, you may call me the Lord Ruler. <laughs> my dominion.
0: Fine. I mean, fair enough. That sounds good. Um, I had a really busy week at work because uh, month end close is always. Uh, like in, in finance terms, that's when you close the books. So uh, it's always very stressful in the finance department. And uh, therefore, it requires a lot more work and intense uh, intense focus. Uh, so the weekend is very nice. Um, yeah. And my mom's birthday is coming up, so uh, which is going to be awesome. So we're all going to have a great time together. And we're going to do something completely different. In terms of spending time together because corona it's so hard to like just say oh we're gonna go and do this or we're gonna go to this place or like yeah. check out you can't do that right so it's gone you still want to have a good time together uh we got different or like three uh different birdhouse do-it-yourself kits and we're gonna like spend the day making them together oh fantastic dude yeah yeah and like painting them and preparing them for like setting them around the house and stuff so I think that'll be a really cool activity. I'm just very curious to see uh, how it goes because we're five people in the family and there's three kids. So, uh, because everybody's very stubborn in their own way and how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some yeah. people like to follow instructions. Others like to follow intuition. Uh, yeah.
1: oh, dude, no. Speaking of arts and crafts, let me show you what I got up to these past few days.
0: Oh, arts so and crafts is a great Oh, so Damn, that's a big dude. Yeah, wow! So you can't really see it on this camera,
1: but he's got a lot of detail on, like the the pollenders and that sort of stuff. So, it, uh,
0: the figure—so ca- Toby is showing a plastic figure, I assume. Uh, plastic resin used for yeah. is f- used for D and D. Exactly, Dungeons and Dragons for people that have been asleep for the last twenty years, exactly. forty years. pop culture, um, not even pop culture, man. Like now it's pop culture but yeah it's been around forever uh did you did it come completely white and you painted the various parts like everything
1: so it came as a pre-primered um mini so there's a miniature of a storm giant uh doesn't it's not important but if you want to google it a big dude with a lightning bolt pretty cool big sword um, it came pre-primered, which is an important thing um, because you've got to apply a layer of primering, which essentially means the rest of your pain, paint will stick better. Right. Um, yeah, and then I, I took it, um, I soaked it in some water to get some surface level of pollution and sort of stuff off. And I started um, the painting process, which I'm painting this one very specifically for a group where I'm playing D&D right now, um, where we're going to be fighting Poseidon. So I'm painting this to represent Poseidon uh, in an upcoming session.
0: How long guess, will that yeah, game go been, approximately?
1: A lot of fun. Uh, it'll actually end uh, next week, unfortunately. Next Sunday. That's so. That's the so you paid what fifty right
0: for, bucks for a figure that you're going to use once.
1: Uh, I paid uh, eighteen euros for it. Oh, okay. I, I found it on sale. I got right. eight for forty bucks, which is really good. it was my birthday, so I treated myself. Um, Treat yeah. yourself. <laughs> okay. I got one which uh, you won't be able to see on camera, unfortunately. That well, um, yeah, you can't see it at all. It's a samurai mouse. It's a tiny little mouse with like a, a man bun samurai uh, haircut. This is and the a, worst uh,
0: topic to do to discuss like uh, visual things. Let's talk about paintings. It's just like exactly. the idea of a podcast for deaf people. It's it's not very thought through. <laughs> just, uh, you
1: know, we're, we're making sure that we represent the audience that we're, um, that we're being watched by or listened to by. Um, so, yeah.
0: yeah. Lower your standards, people. The conversation but, is, uh, very imaginative what are your
1: ideas for the uh, what are your ideas for the birdhouse
0: oh i don't even know you don't even know okay. I, I don't know i also know i'm going to get some wine and cheeses prepared to go along with the activity Ooh, such yeah a city. Yeah. Uh, yeah very nice i i miss france so france yeah. in the summertime is nice um but speaking of arts and crafts we have a project ahead of us which we discussed during the week uh on yep. your birthday I have uh, acquired – well, not acquired. I've collected uh, quite a few um, beer tops or, like, you know, Kronkalken on German. Uh, And my goal is for my new apartment to create a nice table, using them uh, in some form to make the top of the table. And on my first weekend in the house, Toby and I are going to make this awesome table. I'm not sure how big it's going to be. I still haven't really gotten the – I can't yeah. really estimate if it's a whole like dining table or like I oh, don't know I how you long.
1: You me you were thinking more like um, no, I want a, a coffee table, table,
0: but I don't know how yeah. much potential space we have with the beer tops. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, like that could mean two tables, for example.
1: Look, I can tell you what. If you're thinking you don't have enough um, beer caps, I was over at the frat house the other day, and I saw that we have a bucket full of old a beer caps. <laughs> they are all either Carapils, which is a Belgian beer that tastes like crap, or um, um, what's the other one? What's the last the one we drank? Uh, Pit beer, which uh, is also garbage beer, but that one has, um, it has non-printed on bottle caps.
0: So they're we, just like bold. We could, I need, I need a table for my balcony as well. Oh, okay. So well, technically, you need more bottle caps, because I'm not sure if we're. Going I don't to do think that. I do for that. Like, no, not really. No, I'm good with one okay, table. We so all. We good also good. want to drink that weekend, right? We don't just want to. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh and, and that brings me, be to be me to, be be to be my day. next. Uh, I have. I had another point that just. I just remembered. Um, so here's the thing. I think last week or the week beforehand, we discussed uh, the PlayStation Five, and mm-hmm. when your average Joe user like you and I will be able to get our hands on it. And you said with the PS4, it took about six months, I believe. You said, um,
1: well, or three it took months. A
0: while, yeah, After uh, year to year. Yeah, okay. And what do you reckon in your gaming buying mania experience, how long it will take for the PS5? Because uh, yeah. here's my here's the um, the context of the question. I was wondering, maybe it would be worth it now to just buy the best possible ps4 and just use that if you Um, really have to wait for a full year
1: i mean it depends on what you want to do with it right i think we're going to be able to get ps5s and yeah around the big buying time next year so around like summer holiday you know when a lot of people start buying stuff for the summer uh, for the summer PS5
0: for the summer, <laughs> you know. So you spend a lot of time um, outside. i the <laughs> good weather. I mean, the, the, my
1: question is, why would you be buying a PS4? Right? Because if you buy a if you buy a console for gaming, you might as well wait for the PS5 because it'll have backwards compatibility to PS4 games. Um, which means you can use any PS4 game you have on the PS5. So whatever you buy now um, or whatever you get, you can also play on there. Um, but okay. if you want to pay for the exclusive for the PS Five games, um, which is what I think most people want, if right? you want the next generation of consoles because if, at this point you haven't played the really good PS Four games, then you know,
0: yeah, why would you get a PS Five? Well, so right now I do not have a console, hence oh you didn't oh right that's right not. so it changes things. Is it? It's not an upgrade. I don't have a fallback. Thing right mm. now so you gaming, don't really game that much. well no but i'd like to play the newest uh the, the the two to three games plus i'm moving so when i move i want to kind of get it all set up and stuff you know uh and that belongs to it so it's either like get the best version possible that i can get my hands on right now or wait and not have it available or any option available until i get the better possible version plus this way i save money so like it's you know what i mean i i do know what you mean the the thing is if you get a ps4 now
1: um its value is going to drop as soon as the ps5 hits like proper so you can't really do the, the buy now and then resell and get it for cheaper you could uh it'll still be not terrible but yeah.
0: it's already dropped in value though yeah like it's um, already hit that point i think
1: my my question for you would be more if you get a ps4 now why would you get a ps5 at all
0: you know no, I probably wouldn't.
1: Oh, that's your point. Okay, yeah. Then, uh, because you well, you use it for like NBA, you know, for like yeah, I use F- it for
0: two K, for World FIFA. But, but to be fair, they are two of the flagship games for the uh, next gen series like yeah. consoles. So, and and then I guess GTA. That those would be the three games. Yeah. And like, potentially, I don't know, Rocket League or, like, I don't know, occasional other games, but it wouldn't be... Well, you know, like some the, casual games, you know? The, 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 the big, casual. um... Man, if they could get Mario Kart on PlayStation 5 exclusively, mm-hmm. that would be... Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like, holy cow. That would be... There was a game like it a couple of years ago, which was called Moot Nation Racers. That was a lot of fun. Crash Bandicoot is also amazing. And Crash I think Bandicoot they, is a lot of fun. Yeah. I think they got it on PlayStation. I'm not sure, though. But not yeah. on the newest ones. Um, I'm not sure, though.
1: Hmm. I mean, because you'd also want to use it for, you know, things like streaming, these sort of things, to have, like, a multimedia system. Um, I mean, to be honest, you wouldn't even need to get the biggest PlayStation.
0: You know, no, you but, could like also... the 4K thing is nice, like, the potential. Yeah, but you
1: have a 4K-compatible TV. Beamer, yeah. Oh, you got a
0: beamer? Okay. You got a- it's a not a 4K beamer, but the maximum quality it supports is 4K. I don't know if that means it does 4K. If I get lucky, fingers crossed it does. I, that's not what I'm most concerned about, though. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted cool to cool. be nice and uh, like, it's still going to be better than on what we had in the Krakow. So, yeah, I mean, oh,
1: man, the Krakow, dude.
0: I, I love the Krakow. Um, Those times were awesome. Cheers to the Krakow. Cheers to the Krakow. And um, now you're yeah. 23, you old fuck.
1: What's my age again? What's my age again? Ooh, Mercedes is bringing in Bottas again. and They're putting him on soft. They are bringing in Russell? Are they mad? What? Well, Wait, pause the, pause the recording. Pause <laughs> the
0: recording. This is going to sound funny in the recording. And we're back. Boomer
1: we're back wow what a yeah, cut absolutely. um i think that yeah, over george really russell well. had been called into pits because he was on the wrong set of tires um in formula one there is a rule that you have to use two different sets of tires during the race which um they had done the wrong pit stop for george russell to fulfill that requirement so they had to get him back in he lost a lot of places but at least got some points which but George Russell has never scored points before because he was always in the dog of a car. And now at least, at the very least, he got some points, which uh, will not be he will not be happy about he could have what because he would, could have won this. Without the mistake. Yeah.
0: Nice. It is very interesting. Hey, but cheers to finally like not the top teams winning. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sergio Perez winning. A man still without a seat, without a race seat um, next season. He's got
0: talent too, man. He's got time. He's been doing this for a long time. He's doing very well. Um, Wasn't he at one point? I think last season they uh, there was a rumor he was going to go to Ferrari. There might have been a rumor. Um, I'm not aware of it. Sadly, that didn't work. But they got Leclerc. That went well.
1: Oh, they got Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, who switched from um, from McLaren. True. True. Which, as a team, is doing much better than Ferrari at the moment. So that is fun. <laughs> That so is very fun, fun.
0: Um, <laughs> ferrari yeah. is such a crap car it's hilarious Absolutely. oh uh, well
1: we'll see how it progresses um i'm very excited for next season and i'm even more excited for the season after that because we will finally have the new rule changes come in and change the field up a bit hopefully absolutely um
0: fully, yeah. agree.
1: fully agree fully agree um in the time being perhaps let's talk a bit about our next guest, who is, um, uh, yeah, I would, I would consider him family, but it is a bit more complicated than that. He's a partner of my uh, godmother. So, uh, no actual relation there, but uh, as far as closeness and um, spending time with them has gone, um, I'm much more of a found family kind of guy. So, uh, yeah, very happy. His um, name is Cleo uh, He He's a proud Welshman and will be able to uh, supply us with a lot of knowledge on. Uh, drinking, uh, inter UK um, culture, all these sort of wonderful sort of and, things.
0: And don't, uh, forget, don't forget drinking.
1: Drinking, yeah. And, and he's darts. One of the people who can regularly drink both uh, Scott and myself under the table with relative ease. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he came back from uh, Armon, which is a tiny little village up in the north of Wales um, today, and he's not feeling very well. Um, so we are postponing his guest appearance to next week or the week after. Um, but yeah, really a very kind, very fantastic man who has had a major influence on me and my forming years and all these sort of things. So i greatly looking forward to seeing him on the podcast. And he will be a hoot because the only thing he asked upon me asking me if he wanted to be on the podcast was if he could ins- insult us. And I said, yes, and he said, can he call Scott a cunt? And I said, that was one of the major requirements we had for his appearance.
0: Which is yeah. fair. Fine. Yeah. Finally, I think hopefully we'll finally learn what actually happened on that fateful night in Cardiff. Oh, oh I, yeah. I'm sure we don't remember. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't remember much after uh, our Del Boy falling over. Yeah. Know, and, yeah, and, uh, that's the last one I by, got. By those uh, girls and, uh, Bob, I think. <laughs> I don't remember much after.
0: Fun stuff. That's going to be a really fun uh, uh, evening. I really look yeah. forward to that um Absolutely. great great i'm trying to think is there anything else on my mind that i would like to share i think it's just it's uh just one nice thing um in terms of the pandemic and corona it's really limited to people's uh people's experiences this year i guess but now yeah. that the holiday times are kind of upon us and you're hearing christmas music everywhere uh now that even in the states like black friday and thanksgiving have passed it's a real nice time to really appreciate everybody in your life uh your family um everybody who's close to you and uh the few people that you can spend time with this year even if there's people that are not able to attend it anymore for whatever reason uh really appreciate that time because uh it's something that a lot of people have always taken for granted um myself included and it's it's a nice sentiment to have with you, uh, especially yeah. during these lonely times.
1: The friends and families you get to spend time with. Uh, I'm very appreciative of I'm very happy that we are, um, I mean, we have been doing the podcast for a while, but it always had technical issues. And I'm very happy to, uh, to be here and just to be able to share time and spend time with you. Every day Absolutely. With, uh, sometimes guests and sometimes others. It's a lot of fun. And it's very grounding, you know, very humbling. Um, and it's just a lot of fun to, to be around absolutely not granted anymore.
0: yeah absolutely it's uh great that we can still continuously connect through this and uh it's actually kind of cool that you know 50 plus people have uh clicked on our podcast that's yeah. actually kind of cool if you take okay maybe 48 uh if if the two of us are excluded but uh it's nice so thank you to everybody and uh Hi, happy iPad from 50 different computers mm. Uh, I guess Merry Christmas. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks for that <laughs> illusion of a present. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Cool, cool. Yeah, then uh, I guess we'll hear from, or people will hear from us next week. Uh, yeah. Have a good week. Enjoy the beginning of the holiday season. Yeah. Well,
1: Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Merry Chrysler. Christmas. Happy Chrysler. <laughs> Bye.